Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piskor. Before we dive into this, I want to remind everybody that there is a Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon now available. Three different levels will get you access to our videos ahead of time. It will also, at the King Kayfaber level, get you access to our recording sessions where we talk about upcoming guests. We can discuss interview questions with you guys and uh, gives you first access to whatever books we're showing off. Sometimes those books are a little bit rare and uh, being first is the key to getting them. So check out our Patreon, see what level works for you and support us there if you like. The other way to support Cartoonist Kayfabe is to buy our books. You see our bibliography here on the screen right now. Ed Piscor's Red Room, X-Men Grand Design, Hip Hop Family Tree, and WYSIWYG are his offerings. Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus just announced will be out in time for Christmas this year, but it's all the Hip Hop Family Tree comics plus 140 new pages. So you may want to pre-order that one right now. Red Room Crypto Killers is also coming out in the next couple of months, and you can pre-order this one right now. This is the cover for issue number one by Ed Piscor. This is the Peach Momoko variant, fresh off the uh, the easel. Uh, my variant, based on Youngblood number one, one of those creator-owned books that was very important to me, a Crypto Killers number one sketch cover. People have been asking for the Red Room sketch covers, and there you go, and Ed Piscor's variant for Crypto Killers number one. So pre-order that one at your local comic shop now. My latest books, The Plain Janes, Hulk Grand Design, and Street Angel Deadly Scroll Live are out and available wherever you buy books. My next book, Street Angel Princess of Poverty. You can pre-order this one now. It'll be out in stores later this spring, also from Image Comics. And together with Street Angel Deadly Scroll Live makes up all of the Street Angel comics that I have created so far. So it'll complete your collection. Let your store know that you need that right now. All right, Ed, we are here to look at Invincible one of Robert Kirkman's other significant comics and uh, success stories from Image Comics, early days of Image Comics, starts out really close to around the time of Walking Dead. This one is um, 2003, early 2003. The reason I mention that is we recently looked at Jim Lee's Batman, which is late 2002. So these are basically early 2000s superhero comics and coming at it from a couple of different directions. This is the facsimile edition. This is not actually the uh, the first issue, but a facsimile edition that was re released recently. And I thought this could be a perfect one for us to uh, take a look at here on Cartoonist Kayfabe. Your artist on the first arc is Corey Walker. And I mention that because one, I like his art, but he's also a guy, if you notice, uh, even from this beginning, a very clean line style for superhero comics. This is a style that I think has gone on to become very popular in terms of how does digital coloring and line work work together. Corey Walker was one of the first guys that I noticed that seemed to figure this out. And uh, I've enjoyed some time looking at his originals over the years, like at Heroes and things. So we'll have a pretty good time, I think, going through this one. And uh, longtime colorist Bill Crabtree is on colors for this. And as a facsimile edition, you're basically seeing, um, you know, probably the changes would be Indicia updated to reflect that it's not the actual number one issue. But even the intro letters page, or I guess editorial from the uh, from Robert Kirkman, is in here. So some fun stuff there. And open with a splash page. Thank you for doing a superhero comic that opens with a splash page. I think that's the beauty of uh, Invincible. Is like take the great stuff of old uh, superhero comics, all the stuff that worked. And update it with a new sensibility because at this point, superhero comics are far off the rails. Yes. Uh, it did nothing to save Marvel and DC style comics. Like they're, they're still devolving into uh, into the subterranean. And whenever I com complain about not having a splash page, that's who I'm looking at. 
You sure. know, they're like summary pages. I get That's so ridiculous. mad whenever I pull a comic book off the off the wall, and it's like I'm holding comics in my hand, so I'm trying to flip with one hand. Page one, just text, maybe <laughs> some headshots or something. Real dumb. I get so angry. I will say though uh, that this style was ve- was uh, very popular uh, around this time um, when when I was in uh, art school. So many people, and I don't know who the or originator of this kind of style is. I don't know where where it exactly comes from. Hergé. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But uh, but this this kind of like clean line, um, I don't even know how you call it. You kind of push the proportions a little bit, uh, a deadline of sorts. A lot of kids that I went to art school with had this kind of a style. When I was thinking about uh, books this week, one of the books that I was going to do was Daredevil Ninja, which is the yeah. same kind of like, it's just a line. That's a really flat line. and uh, And it's the same deal where it was like, there was a battle between like ink lines and colorists going on at this time. And it still kind of rages today in some, some books, but I really think this was a, a line style that lent itself to digital coloring. It was sure. almost like you colorists can go, go sick, <laughs> use all the brushes. Crabtree's awesome too, man. He, he's probably one of uh, Tom's best colorists, Tom yes. Chioli, like on uh, Godland, uh, they used a new numerous amounts of colorists, but Bill Crabtree, uh, his 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 portfolio is something that that I pay attention to, throughout sort of the history of of comics the past couple decades, man. And he's just he he can uh, push his palettes to suit the artists in, in great ways. Yeah, there's some really cool stuff in this first three page sequence, and I love that. Let's open the book with some money shots. Let's see the hero. Let's see some action. But you see the desaturated, almost gray that's so prevalent in digitally colored comics for some reason. Uh, contrasted with the colors of the superhero. So that's pretty good. And then also all these like cool blues, except for the explosion, gives you your excuse to pop some warmth in there. So very simple, not much going on. All we're seeing is this is a superhero who flew some guy with a bomb out in the middle of nowhere to blow up harmlessly. And now let's get into it four months ago. This also feels to me like, um, I wonder what Kirkman's writing process was for this, because there's a lot in this issue. I think it works pretty well. And uh, he had been working, you know, like we had met him probably before this, you know, out on the out, out kind of on the comic scene. Trying, man. Yeah, like, right. Like, like the stories of, of him hounding Eric Larson to to do a Super Absolutely. Patriot miniseries. Which is uh, something he and Corey Walker had done before this book. So mm-hmm. one of the places you might have seen his work. And uh, here's our hero sitting on the toilet. It's almost an Alan Moore <laughs> transition. If I'm going to keep this up, I'm going to give myself a heart attack. If you keep that up, you're going to give yourself a heart attack. I think she thinks he's doing something else in that behind that locked bathroom door. He's beating the bishop. <laughs> it seems like they might be worried about it. Uh, and science dog, you got to plug your own book. So put in another book that you're wor- that, that you uh, have your name on. Whenever you're going to have a book planted in here. That's the one thing, man. Like like uh, the the writers of of American comics, they're the real winners because they could write fucking five things and just just get artists to draw their various things, throw some spaghetti on the wall, and and see what sticks and. Walking Dead stuck, uh, but you know, si- what's it called? Science Dick? Science Dog. Science Dog. And yeah, that, that one didn't take one. off. <laughs> yeah. Didn't, yeah. So, so you have to invest all that time. And I think that that's an interesting thing with Walking Dead and with Invincible is like the artists are like, I'll give you six issues of not getting paid and doing spec work, you know, 120 spec pages or something like that. Like, like I, I, I could give you that, but I can't like keep doing spec work forever and then the, the artists go away and you get Otley uh coming on you get charlie adler coming on and they come on for the bulk 
but the investment that the original artist puts in is a very hefty investment and it's all that they can work on at the time it's just so lopsided this fucking american industry of comics they're kind of, they, the the one gimmick in here that i think works in an interesting way the kid and the wife they both know that the father's superhero sure i like that because they can have conversations about it and you kind of see him going through his peter parker day as you know high school student whatever going off to his crummy burger mart job at the end i like that burger mart's bm sure <laughs> great joke right here reginald vell johnson that is the uh, father in uh family matters and you will see that he is the principal in this <laughs> issue as well <laughs> uh but here's our first scene of of the superpowers manifesting you know like he's been hoping for it and waiting for it and finally it's about time it's so funny because like this style was just so and it's also flip flip the page it's this too we're like it, maybe it's like Gen 1 fucking Cintiq comics or something like that, where you fucking copy-paste the backgrounds and have the same view and just have characters do a little a little something extra, because uh, this was just prevalent. Like, Mako Avon Oming with powers and stuff. I was going to say, this. this I associate with Bendis. Yeah, 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 Like, whenever he would do Avengers, there would be spreads like this, where it was like the same exact backgrounds and maybe a head, you know, just all heads and stuff. Total time and place. Like, <laughs> yeah. like this stuff was done a lot in the early 2000s, and uh, it was something that the people that I studied with would um, exploit. Hey, it makes sense if you're trying to uh, make deadlines. These two pages you can draw pretty quick. Another nice uh, Bill Crabtree here. We're going to do a night scene. You know it, and you do it with blue. You don't have to do it in uh, in blacks or grays or something dark that you can't see. Like, Crabtree, just make it cool. Yeah, cool Crab colors. Crabtree's an artist, for sure. Yeah, he definitely is. I think Mignola has an influence. Like, you know what? I thought that too. And it's almost minus the black spotting that Mignola does. And I say it on a page where we have some black spotting spotting but uh that's kind of how i was thinking of this before i actually got in and reread it and was like i guess there's a fair amount of blacks here but it does feel like mike mignola is definitely his influence man there was there have been generations now that have come up where it's like their first couple of books you'll see sure. mike mignola on the sleeves yeah it's a little less of an abstraction too or, or mignola will really push it and just soften those shoulder blades and stuff these guys are showing off that they know how to do anatomy and foreshortening and perspective with backgrounds and stuff but there's it's still there's still the an abstract tonal quality to there is the art it's interesting what's simplified and what isn't but um readability was something i came away from this comic yeah. too because i again i complain now and then about some of the stuff that we read that's like a burden to read mm -hmm. you know you're decoding stuff the simplicity of this is you can read it very easily and i actually have a friend of the family who doesn't read comic books at all and when the invincible animation came out loved it and track down all the invincible like the compendiums and love that so you know i think this does lend itself if you've never read a comic i don't think you'd have any trouble reading this book yes and and i think it, it's down also to uh kirkman's writing is uh leaves a lot of air mm -hmm. you know snappy dialogue that gets to the point no color no flourish no captions that are explaining what we're seeing on the page you know, it's 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 a it's a fun read. It's 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 good to me. It, like it's so rooted in two thousand. Yes, it you know, is. It's a very yeah. it's a very time like time. I never comic. think about it as like two thousands has its look. You know, I think nineties. Yeah. I can identify nineties comics, and you're so right. Like this, the, the the comics, and it is like the children of Mike Mignola would yeah. be one of the big stylistic ticks of that time period. Yeah, and it would be like uh, remember like noble causes would have an art style that kind of like had this kind of uh, energy to it. 
the figure stuff all works really well again in terms of readability like it's easy to see the three figures that are bouncing off of that fist i like the characterization stuff and i think that was a big part and i haven't read most of invincible but my impression is like the characterization stuff's really important you know having this be a kid having a dad family you know all that stuff i think it was part of what got invincible over he he looks like uh fucking eddie blake man so i ain't trusting him off the bat to be honest <laughs> even though he's got some kind of eddie haskell routine he's playing you know what else uh, the feels... hairlines though i like this like you're you're the kid and the father let's make some visual similarities got to man uh i think another influence on this kind of look would be uh bruce tim's work on the animated series that makes a lot of sense that's a good call yeah because everybody's always living in that shadow right and especially at this time period, because it's not like Corey Walker. This isn't his first book. Like he's been drawn for a few years, and I'm sure he was drawn for a few years before that. Whenever uh, Bruce Timm's Batman would have been like the number one visual thing out there around comics, right? This is that part that uh, explains the superhero costume. You know, right. you don't have to be a seamstress and a superhero. Like uh, there's a guy who who handles that stuff. Yeah, a little bit of early digital um, motion blur here from Bill Crabtree as uh, as Dad has to go off and save the world. <laughs> Get a little bit of blur of those colors. Simple, but fine. And he wasn't happy with that first costume. So we're going to get a little bit more of that. And the designer said, come back to me with a name. Yeah. And it'll give me something maybe to work with. Get to see a little bit more of that characterization of like, hey, he's a high school student. Again, the uh, Peter Parker comes to mind, but who knows? Love, like, let's put some bands in there. <laughs> this was always... Uh, Is it a 2000s comic or a 90s comic? I was going to say, like, you can definitely tag yourself time-wise by uh, by doing this but gets into it with this bully whenever he's picking on another kid so invincible decides to tell him to knock it off he decides to pick on invincible and he throws him in through a locker almost gets him in the principal's office and here's your uh, here's your guy here's your family matters <laughs> there Dad, is working I, mean, the, I mean the principal <laughs> office <laughs> right there so much man i like the design of these bank robbers that mask is being just completely black and we never see anything besides a black color yeah. for that mask works so well to me. Even like the round holes and stuff for the mouth and the eyes, I think is a good choice because mm -hmm. you'll see this kind of a mask, but maybe the eyes are just the only part that's outlined. I love that they're kind of nondescriptive, those circles around the eyes. Sure. Yeah. It gives you a lot more depth than I would expect from this. And as the, are they stealing diamonds, money? Whatever they're stealing, as they make their getaway, we see one guy run, run into the alley ahead of everybody and turn around and run back. Something isn't right. And what is it? Our hero has made his appearance. And, uh, dude, it's the image eye. It's brilliant, right? As a, as a single issue, as a standalone issue, I feel like all the number ones that we look at, especially superhero stuff, this covers a lot of ground without dragging anywhere and uh, kind of sets us up, man. It's like off to the races. We yeah, know what's going on. We've got a young hero. We've watched him develop up to this point. Let's go. Let's go have some adventures. The, com the comics were in such a doldrums uh, around this period of time. Yes. And certainly image comics, there was nothing happening. There was nothing happening at all. And the way that the business model of image is that you can basically be making a comic for literally zero dollars. Uh, so I think that this art style is a function of that also, man, where like, I'm going to draw this for you, I'm going to hook it up, but I just don't have the time to be putting too much sexy into it. Letting the color do a lot of the trick. I'll be honest, it's not my kind of thing. You know, like I like to see, I like to see everybody going ham. And when I could tell that somebody's withholding, it's not for me. Like uh, when, when you have a world of Klaus comics and, and Los Bros. So here's yeah. some stuff I know just from knowing... Uh... Man, I hate to say too much about people without their uh, consent. 
the style is not as fast as you may think and it's um it's a lot of drawing and then not inking or erasing or redrawing to get to the point of like what do you need to make this work to have you know anatomy work or whatever with kind of a minimal drawing style so it's something that i've talked to corey about quite a bit because like i say going through his portfolio and you can kind of see some of the work there but also like i admire it in the same way i i like mike mignola or jason or you know any of these guys who do one line even um like jaime i would put in that in that camp of like that one line outline for an arm or something i kind of marvel if it works yeah and i do think it does work so uh, here's your intro letter from Kirkman, and I love these things. We've talked about them in a lot of these books, especially the image books. It seems like uh, that was a legacy almost to that early 90s image books where, like, you had to put in your in your background. You know, how does this come about? And it's just kind of highlighting the team and giving a little bit of background. You know what's mentioned in here, though, is Andy Kuhn's Fire Breather, yeah. which um, Peter Chung adapted. Sure. And uh, I thought that was a newer book. I had no idea that was around, like early 2000s or late 90s We've like been my, a while man my brain is completely ruined on a timeline of when things are are done and from and tony moore walking dead uh original artist doing a pinup here it's so fun to see where tony's work has grown yes i follow him on uh, instagram and just watching where his his art has gotten is crazy it's interesting to think of tony moore compared to Corey walker with the uh you want to see you want to see the marks on the page mm -hmm. tony moore puts a lot of that on it's almost like you're not getting these time, two though. not not as much in this image and that might reflect or, wa or walking is. dead really his shit was pretty minimal there hmm that's interesting i always i always think of him as being super detailed but i don't know a lot of teeth in that octopus mouth so this is your update, not part of the original edition. <laughs> It'd be funny to see like whatever the inside cover was, although it may have been an ad for something else. It's not like he's plugging all the invincible stuff that's coming out. But to think like here we are 20 years later and this is, you know, your compendium, facsimile. Be curious to look at the black and white one too. It reminds me, I have I have that I have a bootleg of the um Destroyer miniseries, the Marvel miniseries. Why do you have a what's a bootleg of that look like? Pretty fucking cool, man. Silk screen cover and all kinds of stuff, man. Uh who did that? I don't know if I can say. Okay. <laughs> but but uh, I went, did Cory Walker draw that yeah, series? Yeah, yeah. Because Kirk, Kirkman they, wrote it, I believe. Yeah, because it's in black and white and has this kind of line art and stuff. Maybe, if maybe, you maybe dig we'll that out, because um, yeah, yeah. I have the Destroyer printed series, we okay. could do like comparisons of black and white versus color and stuff, which Fine. might be really uh, telling. Yeah, I just saw it not too long ago. So pretty neat that Invincible is what it is, right? A hundred and, I don't know, 60, 70 issues big success as a superhero and you know like putting this video together i was thinking of it as like this is the superhero the the superhero of the 21st century sure like, like name another one spider gwen i think that's what you call this video man yes and so then, and sort of leave it at that maybe put it in those colors you dig yeah good to go i am k favors like follow subscribe to the youtube channel hit the bell so that we can notify you when new vids are available and uh subscribe to our patreon support the channel that way uh, our king k favors are watching us record this video right this very moment and they're getting all the videos before anybody else uh, hit the link in the description below but the vids are also brought to you by the books that we make jimmy tell the people what you have out there man hulk grand design the plain janes and street angel deadliest girl alive are all available right now as you're watching this video get them wherever you get books my next book street angel princess of poverty will be out later this spring from image comics and it is the perfect companion piece to street angel deadliest girl alive as it collects all the street angel comics that aren't in deadliest girl alive they're a perfect set together you can also join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can download out of print zines and mini comics you can see a lot of my comics and art and you can see my next comic in progress starting in april hip-hop family tree omnibus coming 2023 uh 
it is going to be the it's the best book that I've ever put together uh, up to this point man uh, 500 plus pages of material everything I ever drew for hip-hop family tree 140 pages of uh, new stuff that is not in the first four volumes of hip-hop family tree beautiful hardcover I have the designers going ham on that thing to just make it a, a super sexy book please pre-order it hit my dis hit my di uh, link tree in the description below this video and it is the very first link uh, I'm also putting out new Red Room comics uh, crypto killers is being offered to your comic shop right now I think two issues are available and what you're looking at right here is the covers to issue one Jimmy's my ringer man got that young blood style cover peach momoko doing her variant and that is the cover that is on the retail stands murder on the dark web for fun and profit each book is completely self-contained there are two trade paperbacks of Red Room out there four volumes hip-hop family tree uh, three volumes X-Men Grand Design and WYSIWYG uh, scoop up the books keep these videos coming to you on a regular basis Jimmy tell the people what else we have subscribe to the cartoonist kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video you can also find cartoonist kayfabe t-shirts merchandise mugs hats and stickers and a lot more at our spread shop that link is also under this video all great ways to support the cartoonist kayfabe channel give them those marching orders and we'll be on our way read more comics